PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hey guys and gals, welcome in. Howdy, howdy. This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and REP Suspension. The family and I made a long-ass trip back. We are here. We got home yesterday, which is Monday, August 7th, around 5 o'clock, two-day trip. I forget how much it sucks to drive back home after a, after a big race. Week-long race, two-day trip, not great. P.S. Mercedes Sprinter vans suck in the wind. I don't know how you guys out there drive one. The last four and a half hours of my trip was horrible. But anyway, we'll talk about that. Let's not jump into that right away. But let's pay some bills, huh? RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and those crotch rockets or spiders. You have spiders. They have something for you over at Rocky Mountain. We saw a ton of spiders back east. Holy crap. Slingshots. Spiders. Everywhere. Holy crap. Go to Rocky Mountain, you spider slingshot homies, and we'll uh, hook you up. <laughs> but first, go to our website, click on the Rocky Mountain ATV MC banner, and that does wonders for us, for us because it gets us to these long races, it helps us with fuel, and it just gives us a snippet of what you guys are purchasing. So thank you for the people that actually take the time just to click on that banner. It is the only banner on my website. It's not cluttered with a bunch of crap. It's only one banner. So if you're going to do some shopping, you want to spend some cash, go to Rocky Mountain, spend it, but click on that banner, and uh, we appreciate it. Thank you to the guys over at Rocky Mountain for helping this podcast out. And, of course, lots of FXR athletes at Loretta Lynn's. Holy crap, tons of FXR. It's amazing to see where the brand has come from and how many people are actually wearing it, as well as FTA is out as well. I'll have a code for you shortly. I should have a code sometime this afternoon. So if you want to hit me up next week, I'll get you an FTA code if you're interested in that. But I do have a KKMX35 code, which will save you 35% off anything moto-related FXR. I have a FXR6D code, which is KKMX6D. If you want an FXR6D branded ATR2 helmet. And uh, if you're a woman... And you like, you like FXR. I see a lot of ladies out there that are sending me photos of them shredding on their bikes in the backyard or at the track. Uh, I got a special code for you, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com, and I will get you a lady code for you that is better than the dudes out there. So hit me up, and I will get you dialed in. And Mark and the guys were at Loretta Lynn's. REP did win a couple uh, championships on a KTM, but they do other bikes as well. Kawasaki, Yamaha, they've done my YZ450. That is... Really, really helped this bike a lot. Very smart people over at REP and AEO. So if you want to get a code KKREP to save 100 bucks off of a revalve, if you're interested in getting some uh, a service done, springs, oil, revalve, whatever it is, Mark and the guys over there will handle you with ease and uh, delicately. 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 Can you say that, Heather? Delicately. Delicately. Oh, we did it. 
Look, look at us. Oh, all yeah. cool. We can enunciate. Uh, R.E.P. Racing. Get your suspension time. done. Get them serviced at least. Holy hell. And uh, get a better ride because Loretta's, Loretta's, I can't say Loretta's very good today. Loretta's? Loretta's was very bumpy. It's oh. always very bumpy. It was bumpy. It was muddy, too. Lots of bumps. Lots of bump. bumpies. Bumpies? Bumpy. Thanks to everybody that helps us out here. Power Motorsports. You want to get a Cowie? You want to get a Yamaha? You may want to get a KTM. Special deals at Power Motorsports for Kiefer Inc. tested listeners. Works Connections, shout out to Eric for actually sponsoring these recap shows that we did at Loretta's, which was a huge hit, man. I got a ton of emails, a lot of people from the, the ranch that listened, and this is another one that we're going to recap the whole week here. But thank you to the guys over at Works Connection. Kiefer20 is the code to save over there. Lit Pro Blood Lubricants 6D Helmets, Kiefer23. If you want to save 100 bucks off of a normal ATR2 helmet that has new colors out right now, you should go check them out at 6dhelmets.com. International Vet Motocross Association, which is just what the doctor ordered for you older dudes 30 and over. That's right. We specialize in older dudes. There's some races coming up. Hit me up. I'll get you the schedule. Or just go to International Vet Motocross Association. Google that, and you'll pop right up. Oregon Old Timers, same thing. And they'll uh, get you the schedule, and you can go race with your buddies. Like, uh, we're going to do this weekend. Just when I thought I wasn't going to ride dirt bikes for a while. <sighs> You're going to ride dirt bikes. going to go race on Sunday with my homies at a at a, another event that has old people in it. Aiden's not racing because he's a biatch. Dunlop Motorsports, Pro Taper, ScreenPrintingDone.com. Heather, how are we doing on merch? People are wondering. Uh, we're doing good. Now that we're back, I'm going to get some new hoodies ordered. Hoodies or... Crewnecks. Crewnecks, sorry. Crewnecks. Oh, it's going to be cozy, people. If you guys want to do that, it's going to be uh, just soft crew neck, like evening, summertime beach weather, or, you know, you got a bonfire out. You just need a, just a little bit of touch of something over your, your T-shirt. That's what we're doing. Yep. Hats? I'm um, getting a lot of heat for hats. Hats are hard. Ooh. Okay. Ugh. I'm just saying, we've discussed this. We, we've discussed this before with, like, uh, you know. ScreenPrintingDone.com. Decal Works, Alpine Whatever. Stars, the best boots out there. Tech 10s weighed about 400 pounds after the wet, rainy weather. I, uh, I threw my boots out of the van as we got home. Oh, boy. Which ones? They're heavy. They're heavy. So we're going to have to wash those Tech 10s out and dry them in the West Coast-style <laughs> heat. Yes. Not the Aiden's, East Coast style heat. Aiden's boots were in the trash. Yep, I had to throw mine because they were muddy. Sorry, and Jeff. Out. They were jacked. They're they in were the trash. They were so bad. By the time we got back to the pits, they were gone. They Someone were, took yeah, those tech My tens. helmet, my... Aiden's full ensemble, minus his uh, yeah, that, knee braces that, and chest Someone's teeth. walking around with Aiden Kiefer uh, gear yeah. that just was roached from the last moto at Loretta Lens. Dude, we went and picked up our bibs just now. They just like, they feel so hard right now. Like heavy? Yeah. They're stiff. Yeah. They're just Whoa. like rig like rigor mortis is set in. You're you're really getting to these innuendos early. Hard, stiff. Like it's eleven o'clock. Where are we at today? Yeah, well, it's still the morning time, dude. Oh Jeez, this after dark? Oakley. Aaron, thank you, Aaron. I, I doubt Aaron listens to the show, but Aaron over at Oakley. The best goggle out there in the red lens, Aiden. My roll offs killed the last moto. Awesome. Thank God I got some roll offs because I would have been Fucked. My roll offs. My roll offs killed last moto. Anyway, Oakley air brakes. You can go get some at Rocky Mountain. The most 
clearest lens available, Oakley Airbrick. I'm a clear lens guy, crystal clear vision. Stack 21 tariffs, doesn't matter. Looks like seven. Aiden? Yeah, I stacked 21 on mine. Look like seven, too. <laughs> you know who uh, kills it in the plastic? Polysport. They kill it. And we had Polysport plastic all over our bikes. And even though they are a little bit duller <laughs> from all the mud, uh, our plastic was there. You know what sucks on Kawasaki KX250s, Heather? What? Fort guards. But you know who does a great job on fort guards? Polysport. Polysport. You guys are worried about weak fort guards or bolts pulling through the plastic on your stock KX250. Go to Polysport. Much better. Hit them up. And uh, they, they're actually at RockyMountainATVMC.com. All right. That was a fun banter of advertisements. That's eight minutes, but it's still fun. That was eight minutes? We're going to wrap this whole Loretta Lens Association, uh, what we call, what I like to call the Loretta Lens Association because I feel like we're, all of us at the ranch are part of this association that is much different than the normal motocross world. Yeah. Like we're in this whole little cult of the Loretta Lens Association here at the ranch. Yeah. And uh, a lot of special moments, and I had an epiphany that I want to talk about. Um, I I feel like I complain a lot about money. I complain a lot about all these different things. But as I have twenty seven hours to drive home and and ponder these things, right? <sighs> While Aiden's watching five hundred hours of YouTube content and and whatever the hell you're watching in the back seat. What? Hold on. Before we go, what the fuck do you watch this long? Because you don't really talk to me and mom. I watch movies. What? I watch movies. What movies did you watch when you're traveling? From there and back. From 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 Loretta Lynn's home. From Loretta Lynn's home. Yeah, I watched. I love you, Beth Cooper. That's a good one. Okay. I watched the Dawn of the Planet Apes. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Yep. And then I watched. What was the What was the ape's name? Caesar. Caesar. Yeah. Caesar. Oh, Caesar. <laughs> I was watching Caesar. Okay. And then I watched. Doesn't Caesar die? Dude, don't. That makes you sad. No, Caesar doesn't die. No, but his homie leaves. Right. Uh. This guy that his, his homie his homie betrays him his homie betrays him oh and then the, and then the mean Caesar comes out right yeah and the then, mean Caesar. but the mean Caesar turns to be a good Caesar the mean Caesar I mean he was never <laughs> mean he was never a mean Caesar he was just pissed because his homie betrayed him okay so then you end up killing his homie but I mean he, go ahead yeah what else and then I watched the girl next door <laughs> three shows three shows that still doesn't that's only six hours yeah that was it what else did you do in the meantime uh, watch YouTube crap of Loretta Lynn's? No, actually, I didn't watch any YouTube. I played. How many times did you watch yourself race? Uh, the only time I really... Matt Burkeen posts, like, these uh, cool little videos that he has uh-huh. on the track. So I watched those. He posted those from every moto. I watched uh, I watched those, and then uh, I want to say I just watched, like, some videos. If you had a kid that you took to the race, child, friend, whatever... Tell me what they did. Hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com. Maybe I'm not the only one, but I just think it's, like... We try to get Aiden involved in conversations that Heather and I have. Granted, Heather doesn't talk very much either. But uh, well, I'm, not, I'm not done yet. I still got oh, more. I still okay, got more. Go and then uh, Gunner showed me this game. I got to figure what this game called is. It is called. We don't got to get all like in detail, but this game is called. You played Uno with mom. Uh, uh, flip diving. I was playing flip diving. Like it's a diving game, like in the pool. Yeah, like kind of like that, but like you jump out, like you have certain areas where you can dive, or like you have certain dives. So you have like a backflip dive and like a frontflip dive, a gainer. And you gotta land in the pool. Like you gotta it. land like either dive or on your feet. You can't backflop. You can't belly so flop. The, and then there's judges that rate you. No, you, you just get a score per dive. 
No, so how it works is I'll show Why you. Why are we talking about this? Because you're getting really involved. I can see in your face. And then we played Uno, <laughs> but there's Uno on the phone. You know Uno's, the average age demographic for Uno's 85 years old. <laughs> hey, it doesn't matter. It's fun. Oh, and, and then we played um, And then we played, uh, we played pool, pool with mom. We played pool. Going there and coming back, I think I mom won. Mom sucked, right? Mom sucks, yeah. Right. She sucks so bad. I won one game. <laughs> she won one game. What do you of, do? I mean, you're right next to me. I don't know what you do. What do you do? Uh, I mean, I try to talk to you about music, and then I always ask Heather, dude, this song reminds me, you know what this song reminds me of? And then she doesn't remember what I've told her several times, and I get mad. So this well, is our conversation. You have a meaning for every single song. So it's yes, and I had this conversation with you about how almost every song has a meaning. It does. Right, so it's hard to keep all of those meanings. I made mom cry this morning, though. Made her cry this morning? Yeah. Why'd you make her cry this morning? Tell him. Because he made a, an edit. I made a... Like a bunch of a, re- a reel today yeah. on my Instagram. Yeah. At kkeefer120. You can check it out if you want to cry. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not. They might not cry. There is a song that I listened to on the way home. Who, yeah. who turned you on to that band, though? Yeah, I don't know. Did you? It was me. From what song? That song. Was it that song? Yes. Where the West Wind Blows. Anyway, Where the Green West River Wind Ordinance. Blows. If you guys don't know who it is, Green River Ordinance, Where the West Wind Blows. It's a it's a nice, it's it's country, but it's like folk. Yeah. yeah, it's like country that makes a little anyway, pop. Did you watch it this morning? See, look at that. I turned him on, and he doesn't even remember. <sighs> yeah, yeah. And then and then we yeah. get shit on because we forget something. Honestly, if you me. did, it's very, very rare, so that's that's good for you. I because did. Because it's a rare thing. I did. That was me. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch it? I haven't been on Instagram that. Shocking. Um, so yeah, I made mom cry. So you want to know my epiphany? What's the epiphany? Um, my epiphany was when I was going through photos and doing these things, like as I get older and maybe you older people out there that can relate that we're at Loretta Lynn's. Steve is a hater. Mathis is a hater when it comes to Loretta's and people like, Oh, I don't understand it. What the big deal is, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to get too deep and be like, Oh my God, it's a life changing thing. But for some people, if you take if you take a family vacation somewhere, okay, gr- take Loretta Lynn's out. If you're just a normal family and you go on a vacation somewhere, Hawaii, Europe, wherever you guys go, the lake, wherever you go, the mountains, those are a special time for your family that you remember. I still remember my one and only family vacation that I took with my my mom and dad and my grandma and grandpa, and I was eleven or twelve. Only time we took a vacation, and I remember a lot of things. We went to the Redwoods up in Northern California. We went to McLeod River, um, and we just hung out, fished, went to Paul Bun- Paul Bunyan's Blue Ox place where you – I don't know. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it is. I don't remember what, what the place was, but I remember Paul Bunyan. <laughs> you just remember Paul Bunyan? So it's these memories that you have on your vacation, and I feel like that is what these types of things are at Loretta's per year. It's like – out of all the times that we went, I think this was the most fun and most memorable for me from just the situations that we've had. And so the results-wise, am I pissed off that I got second and I rode like shit? Yes. But it's almost like I don't really – it's an afterthought because I don't really care because the memories and the times that I spent with you, Aiden, and, and you, Heather, is like I'll, I'll remember that more than didn't this trophy that I'm looking at on my floor. Even the one that I'm looking at, it's a number one. Like I don't remember much – from that whole year. I know that I won, but I don't fucking remember much of our, our time. Right. And I feel like this trip, I'll remember a lot of other things. I remember me and you going out in the lake. You caught a fish. Caught a fish. Like, even though you said that's not your first time you caught a fish, but I feel like with me, that was the first time you caught a fish. Yeah. 
Uh, we got an Airbnb. We shared a lot of nice moments on the back porch. We hung out. We did other stuff besides dirt bikes, yeah. which to me is important because I'm around it all the time. I'm at the track all the time. So these other moments that we can share before the track and the racing is cool. Yeah. Yep. So I had this on the way home as we're driving along, and well, I'm, I'm and yelling you I, at you for not thinking about certain things and songs. Yep, and when the sun was setting and we're driving home going through Texas, and you're trying to talk to me about something, I go, why can't you just enjoy the song and then reflect on your life and the things that you've done? And then you're like, eh. That's what you said. Eh. <laughs> you know what he also said? He, he he also talked about him dying and what I would mm-hmm. say. He always, that, Do you guys normal. ever talk about That's uh, normal, though. He always talks about him dying. I know, he got mad at me because I didn't want to like talk about it. Like It makes me super sad to think about. When you get older, and hopefully <laughs> someone out there can relate and hit me up, I love people that actually have my back on some of these things, and they get email me. Mm-hmm. As you get older, you know your time is – you have less time in front of you than behind you, right? Right. I'm getting older. I'm 47. These moments with Aiden. Aiden's going to get older. He's not going to want to be with us. He's going to go do his own thing with his his chick and create another portion of his life, right? So I think about these moments a lot. And then I think about I lost my mom already, right? Right. And the things that I shared with her. So – I always wonder what it's like in the afterlife. I'm gone. What are you guys going to be like or what's going to happen? So I always mention to Heather, I want this song played at my funeral. And then on the way home, I told mom, I go, when I'm dead and gone, I just want you to have a barbecue and then play all the songs that you know that I love and just have it blaring in the, in, around the house the whole day. <laughs> you think mom would be cool with that? Yeah. Think she would cry all day? Yeah. What would you do? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> like, no one wants to put themselves in that situation because it's such a shitty situation. It is, but you got to think about it sometimes. It makes you feel. Yeah, but see, then things like, like David coming over today with what he's going through, like, it puts you in that situation. It's super sad and it it's depressing, sad. And, and you see the people hurt, and it's like, you don't want to be in that because you know eventually one day it's going to happen. You know what I relate to? Sad music. I like <laughs> sad music. Yeah. It makes you feel. Anyway, we're getting off topic here. Yeah, we're getting way <laughs> off topic. This is part of what we thought about. This is the drive, people. Yep. When you're driving 27 <laughs> hours, this is the shit that goes on. And then it turns to anger real quick when your van starts acting like a fool. Going back to the top of the show, Mercedes Sprinter owners, <laughs> you have the wind assist in your built-in. You cannot take it off. You can't turn it off. The wind, the crosswind assist, sorry, crosswind assist. It is a pain in my fucking ass. I wanted to drive my van off of a fucking cliff because no, it's literally 20-mile-an-hour winds. There's little gusts here and there, and then it's not windy, and then you go through pockets of these mountains and these Vs in the freeway, and then a little gust will come through, and it'll take your breath away because it breaks so hard, it snaps the, the van really quick, and then you got some diesel on your ass, and then you you're, you're, Breaking. Your, your crosswind assist hits it, and then the diesel swaps. Like, it's a very stressful time to drive this fucking thing. I still think that our sensors need to be, like, recalibrated or something. So the last four and a half hours was this, because going through from Flagstaff all the way back to our house in Asperia was just windy as shit. I had to drive 50 to 55, getting brake checked on its own like the fucking car Christine. If you remember <laughs> that movie? It had a mind of its own. What's funny is when I went to go pick up Oreo yesterday, I was telling mom, like, oh, the last, like, four hours were just miserable. And she's like, well, I looked on Live 360, and I saw you guys were driving, like, 50 miles an hour. And she's like, that's, like, super rare. 
Because you guys always do like 80. I'm, yeah, all, I'm doing 80. Yeah. I'm like, we couldn't drive any faster because the stupid van was breaking. Oh God, and it was so bad. So if you guys know how to take your crosswind assist off or a dealership or someone, if you work there, Chris at keyforinktesting.com is the email. I got to know or else I'm selling it because I, I can't do it. It's too stressful. Like, it's I almost like see- racing. I got to... I got to read terrain when I'm driving. In the, I got to read terrain. Okay, I'm going through a little V. I'm going through uh, where the mountains are starting to get up. So there's going to be a crosswind through the valley here. I don't want to think. I just want to pay attention to the freeway, do my speed, and not cut anybody. I, I can't relax. Well, I'm just, I don't understand how it's safe. Like It can't be. How do you pass? I'm an R&D guy. How the fuck does that pass? I don't, I don't know. I mean, when it breaks, does our brake lights come That's on? what I want. I don't know. I never had anybody behind me to say, hey, Kiefer, you, what are you doing? I, I don't know. Does my brake lights come on? Do they not? If they don't, that's got to be... Even worse. Right. Because you're going to get butt rammed. Right. God, mom's butt rammed. Hard. Hard. I love it. It's awesome to hear. <laughs> you drinking? Yeah. I have What's water. What's in that cup of yours? All right. Water. Enough of the bitching. We've got 20 minutes in the show. We haven't started. Yeah, we haven't started. We haven't talked nothing about it. All right. So if you want to go back... Check out the recaps there up. You can go to my archives, day one through day four. We'll talk about day five and then our experiences. I had Heather and Aiden do a little bit of homework on our way home. Three things they really enjoyed, three things that they did not. Aiden as well. Could be racing, could be off the track, whatever. I have a couple things that I I made some notes that I want to hit. But overall, like I said, very enjoyable experience for me. Personally, my results weren't great. I think... As you listen to these recaps, my friends expected more out of myself, which I did as well. I just think it's crazy to to hear some of these people saying, oh, Stapleton beat you, you're a piece of shit, all these things. Like, <laughs> I'm not a person that makes excuses. I've never had cramps ever in my life. I live in the high desert. I test for a living. I never get cramps. I don't know. The second moto, I had a, le- a left leg cramp. I would assume it is because it's like a vice hitting and then goes numb. You know, your leg falls asleep and it's yep. tingly and your, mm-hmm. your leg feels like it's 40 pounds. Yeah. Um, that's what I, I couldn't feel the peg. So I had to ride through that. I got sixth. I sucked, which I take it. That's on me. So I went three, six, three. I was in a position the first moto to be, I, I would venture to say close to Brownie. Did you get second the second, the last moto? No, I went three. Was it I got third? second overall. But. Mm-hmm. First moto pulled hole shot, was leading, Brownie got bombed, and then I latched on, and I didn't even know how big of a lead we had. We had a huge lead, like 10 seconds already on the th- second or third lap. I, I felt comfortable riding behind Brownie. I didn't feel like I was riding overhead. I felt like I would have at least been close, woulda, coulda, shoulda, crashed, worked my way back up to second, redlined, I was hot, I was tired, and it got by me. Fine. Second moto, sucked. Third moto, holy hell. Um... We've had rain delays the last two days. It rained, mud, hell, but it all broke loose on the forty pro on the forty moto right oh. before. Like I was riding to the line, and it was eight 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 thirty in the morning, and it got so dark that they had to turn the lights on by the start. Like I literally was telling the guys, like, yeah, I, I'm old. I can't see. The dirt is dark. I could not fucking see. I can almost imagine what it was like to have gone through the first section where the trees and everything right. were over you. Like, it was probably so dark. Imagine Storyland? Yeah. You could not see. So I'm, like, stressing out. Like, dude, I'm not going to be able to see anything, so I'm going to suck it up. Um, but then I just had this flip in my brain. Like, again, going back to experiences and things that I told you on your on your last moto, it's like 
I'm never going to be able to have this experience again. I'll have an awesome story. Pouring by, it's like God turned on the faucet and it just said, oh, we're just going to let this thing run for a bit. And it, it just decided to dump rain. Dude, it literally, like as soon as they called everyone to the gate, pissing down rain. Right. Pissing, like hard. Well, what's crazy is that morning I got up and I looked at the weather and it showed the storm coming in and it literally just went up and went around Hurricane Mills. And I was like, yes, it's going to be a good day today. We're not going to have any rain. And then we get to the track and Aiden goes to get his goggles and he comes back. He's like, oh, I was over at Scott and we were watching the weather coming in and it's coming right for us. I'm like, no, it's fine. And literally not even that, 35 minutes later. Like we go... I go up and I park the golf cart and I like look up and I'm like, they just made an announcement. Uh, easy ups, put them down, roll your, your awnings in because the storm's coming and it's coming quick. And Aiden and I like looked and I was like, oh shit, because our easy up that we had took a shit. It right. broke. And Aiden's bike was sitting out. And I looked at Aiden and I'm like, do we need to go put your bike back? And he goes, yeah. So Aiden and I jumped in the golf cart, ran back to the van, threw shit out, put his bike in, put everything else back in, closed the van up. I forgot an umbrella. I don't even know what I was thinking. Shout out to Amar for picking up Aiden's bike on earlier in the week. Yeah, it, it was the day, day before that. Yeah, it fell the out. Easy up. We left and had it under the easy up, and the wind came up and knocked Aiden's bike over. So he took a video of Aiden's bike upside down in the pits. <laughs> Oops. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it just started pissing down rain, and it was very dark. And I just got in a mindset, I'm like, it's going to be fun because the, some of the best rides I've had when I was a uh, factory KTM guy up in Canada were in the mud. Um, so I feel like I'm a pretty good mud rider just from how I ride and I get my legs out and I end up salvaging a third out of that moto. Um, Brownie's bike took a shit. So it sucks for Brownie cause he really, I mean, no one's going to beat him in either class. Right. So I felt bad, but actually when I went back to the van, he was taking it better than I thought he would. Granted, yeah, like he, yeah. Granted it's an amateur national thing and, and he knows that. He, he wasn't. Won. Gonna, he wasn't going to get anything out of it, right? But I'm just saying, like, Brownie's competitive, right? Yeah. And you come to race. You don't come there to. Yeah, you spend all that. So uh, he didn't race the 50 moto. So Emig ended up ra- um, winning both classes. So yeah. So back to the original thought here is, it's like I was bummed out and I I didn't ride to my best ability. And I think similar if we go back to last year's show on these on these things, I was tired. Yep. Um, I trained properly, so. I train with Aiden, right? So Aiden's with Troll Training. Me and him, I would say 90% of the workload I do with Aiden that what he's supposed to do. Yep. And some gym work I didn't get to go do with him because I was testing or riding or in Europe or whatever. But if it's on his schedule, I'm doing it with him. And obviously I'm older. Uh, I want people like, well, why are you doing that? Well, I want the experience, right? I want to be able to say I did this stuff with my kid back in the day. It's the same thing I'm telling you about when we're driving home. I'm reflecting. I want to do these certain things. So I'm not going to be able to to do these things when I'm older. I'm able to do them now. So I might as well send it right now as long as I can until I can't do it. So I think I just cooked myself. Probably not the most optimal thing to do is go on bicycle rides with your kid, do the same thing that Alex has set up for Aiden, being Aiden 17, I'm 47, being that I'm probably riding more than Aiden because of my test job. Probably wasn't the smartest thing for me to do, but I felt okay until about the last three to four weeks before Loretta's where I was doing a lot of riding in Europe. I took on a contract. We'll talk about that at some point, which I can't talk about now, and I had to go over there to do some stuff. And then I had to go to Washougal. Mm-hmm. Just a lot. Drive. And my friends don't want to hear it, right? right? My friends are like, you're a bitch. <laughs> so it's like, 
whatever. And, and I'm and I'm hard on myself, as you know. I don't make excuses. I'm just telling you factual information. Like yep. this is how I feel. Every year, it seems to get to me as I get closer to Loretta's. Like I feel like I'm ready, and then I get really busy, and then I'm fucked. Yep. So, like we talked in some of these recap shows, there are I'm getting smaller and smaller windows that I feel good. When I feel good, I'm I'm really good rider. But when I'm tired, I don't push myself because I have to do this for a living and I know I have to go back to it. Right. Like I'm back here and I know I'm back already riding. So when I'm racing these races, it's not everything to me when I'm feeling tired. Right. So uh, that was one of the reasons why I just didn't ride up to my ability. If some people are emailing me and say, Chris, you just look didn't look right. And that's the reason. I just, I was fatigued, tired. Yep. Um, just cooked myself. I didn't have a lot of reserves. Um, well, you so, also said that next year you will not be racing. Right. Which is funny because so I was putting, if which, you haven't been to Loretta's, when you go and you go to get your gate pick for the first moto, you do a poker chip draw. I've kept all the poker chips. The first year we went, you raced two classes. The last two years, you've only raced one, and here you were back doing two again this year. Yeah, I think two classes are okay if I didn't have anything to do with Aiden. Like, um, the process of driving back there, and again, I'm the only one driving because it's a stupid Mercedes Sprinter van I'll trust with my family. Uh, it's a, a different kind of heat and humidity. Getting Aiden's bike ready, Aiden's the most important thing here. That's why we spent the money here. I'm not going because of me. So making sure his stuff's ready, washing his bikes, getting his stuff going, being, going to the line, prepping the gate, running back and forth, getting back to the truck, washing his bike, and then being able to race at a high level against Mike Brown and Jeff Emig is tough. Look, I've never been a, I've never been even close to those guys growing up. I was just a fucking high desert rat hoping <laughs> I would be able to be in a magazine and make a living during or make a living riding dirt bikes. I never had the talent. People are like, "Oh, you you ride way more than those guys." But what now people don't do. understand is those guys have way more talent than me. It's it's a lot different. It's not the same. Emig is a champ motocross champion. Brownie is a motocross champion. I have one fucking point to my name. <laughs> one. One point. So to even be able to be in the mix with those guys, even at their age, is pretty cool to me yeah. because I looked up to those dudes. When I would watch Mike Brown, I'm like, oh, my God, Mike Brown, holy shit. Now he's just a normal dude to me looking at Emig. Holy shit, Emig beat McGrath. He stopped McGrath's win streak. Oh, my God, Emig won the national championship. Now he's just a normal dude to me. Yeah, we get older, things change, but the expectation is to beat them. But I'm not pissed off at myself for not. And one of my notes thing before we go into Aiden here is the people complaining about Mike Brown and Jeff Emig racing in the older division classes. This thing always pops up after Loretta's when Mike races, or if Ryan Hughes shows up, Jeff Emig, whoever it is that these guys decide to ride in these age division classes that are former professionals. You have the whiners wherever on these, these forums or even people sometimes at the ranch, the racers, say, so fucked that I have to race against these guys. Why is it that these guys think this way? Are you there to win? Which I get it. You want to do as best as you can. I'm the same way. But I'm not sitting there going, pitching a bitch because Jeff Emick decided to race my class. I think it's pretty fucking cool. Right. That I get to line up with these guys that I looked up to 
growing up, what other sport can you go play with your fucking heroes? Can you name one? No. Nope. You can't. No, not really. Can't. You can't. I want to go play football. I would love to go play football with the guys that I look up to. Can't do it. Where am I going to do that at? Yeah. Even uh, practice with them. I mean. Right. I just want to hold the fucking water bottle water bottle, and put the fucking <laughs> water bottle into their face. I can't do it. Smack their ass. Right. Oh, yeah. You see, you're on one today. Yeah, you're, you? You, what's in that drink? Right. It is water. What, that is blood. What's you're in that drink? You're on one today. Anyway, so I just think it's really special in our sport that we can actually be able to do this. And it's cool that these guys want to come back and race. I don't think they're looking like, dude, once I'm done racing, I'm coming back to win championships at the ranch. They're not looking at it like that. They're looking at it like this is part of my childhood. I want to relive it, just like I was talking to you about reflecting. I want yep. to go reflect how it all started for me, be back, the atmosphere, getting to race, being with my family, racing with like-minded older people that are not going to go ape shit. Right. Sure, they're going to smoke us, but enjoy the moment. Do as best as you can. Let's say you get a seventh in, in 40 class. That is an amazing accomplishment. Yeah. For the normal guy. Right. There's only 42 riders per class on the gate. You make it, that's special. Right. You get top 10, that's even more special. Because look how many people try to go and don't make it. Look how many people don't even go, period, because of the money. Right. Or they don't even have the, the resources to get there. So what you've accomplished, you sixth place guy or you 12th place guy, you've accomplished a lot. Don't sit there and bitch about Mike Brown and Jeff Emig because they decided to race and you're, they're getting all the accolades because they're there. It makes it interesting. I don't know how many people reached out and said, hey, man, it, I watched this year because of you and Aiden. Yeah. It, it makes me excited. Hey, or I watched because Emig and Brownie were going to go head-to-head. It's exciting. Like, Well, how many guys did we talk to like, that are going to come next year supposedly, you know, Troll and Entignap and Wyndham. Osborne's back. Yeah, Wyndham, Wyndham Osborne. wants to like, come back. I think that's going to be super badass like, to watch all those guys come back and right. race at the ranch. Like, that's really cool. Where it all started. Right. And am I going to bitch if I end up racing, you know, later on and be like, oh, I got to race. There's seven dudes that are champions in my class. I don't care. I want to try to do the best I can and enjoy who right. I'm racing with. So that's my POV on this whole Emig Brownie thing, which always pops up every year. It was a bitch fest about Brownie racing, winning everything. Why does Brownie chase an amateur title? Look, he's not. He could give two shits. He just loves racing, man. Yeah, he just he goes it. racing the mini Olympics. He goes to Loretta Lens. He's going to the vet designation. The dude's a racer's racer. Right. He just wants to go race. And honestly, I think that's what keeps you guys young. Like, Absolutely. I mean, Brownie's how old? 51? 52. 52. He doesn't even look 52. No. Not- you know what doesn't look 52? What? Those photos that Aiden and I took in his camera. <laughs> Uh, did we talk about this? Yeah, we did. He found them. He found. No, them. did we talk about this on the show? Yeah, we did. We did. We did. So he found those. Yeah, we did. So Brownie left to recap because she didn't listen to the recaps. Brownie leaves the van. We park with Brownie. Blah blah blah. Aiden finds Brownie's phone, and as you know, <laughs> as an iPhone, you can get to the camera without knowing the code. So of course, our dumbasses, being Neanderthal idiots, <laughs> would like to take private photos for Brownie to enjoy at a later time. <laughs> so Aiden and I are there going yeah 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 so I took a revealing close up of something <laughs> then Aiden took a re- really revealing close up of something that I didn't want to see but I had to take a picture of it 
<laughs> and then we put it, left it, put the phone back. So before Brownie left, let's think about this. You know, Brownie's engine took a shit. He's leaving. He's like fucking yeah, he, Linus from Charlie Brown. He's got a black cloud over his head. He was no, that was just the actual cloud. Yeah, yeah, he, he was just hanging out with us to tow my moto so you can watch my moto and bail. Right. After you already cussed him out, he's yeah. still being nice to still, you. Still one to watch. Still a nice guy. Uh, we just go, hey, man, we left a present for you in the van. And what? he was trying to get it out of us for 15 minutes. <laughs> well, what did you leave me? If something's going to pop out, did you put a snake in here? Like, he's flipping out. Yeah. And I go, like, no, you'll no. just come across it one day, and, and you'll know it's Aiden and I. Yeah, you'll, you'll just know. You'll just know. What's and funny so, is I was sitting there, and I was, like, doing this. I was, like, tapping my phone thinking that maybe he'd, like, get the hint. Oh, you did? I well, yeah, because you guys were, like, he's, like, well, is it in my van? Oh, yeah. We yeah, said yeah and then van. I hit him, like, oh, even if you don't find it, it's out of your van, and it's going to be with you until you find it. Is and I'm, I like, sit here, like, tapping the phone, like, brownie. And then, and then I said, I hope when your guys find it and go, oh, brownie, I didn't know you were like this. <laughs> you gave him too many. See, you gave him too many hints. He didn't even get it. He, yeah, he still well, didn't even get it. Well, he left. An hour or two go by, and I get a text message. And it's just the photos that we took. <laughs> the photos of a, those photos. So he had a nice drive home. He said it. it he made him laugh. So <laughs> that was fun. Um, okay, so that wraps up what my motos were like in the torrential rain. I've never <sighs> raced a mud race like that. It wasn't even so much it was mud. It was water everywhere. Oh I couldn't see any of the ruts. Yeah, I would have rather had your moto. Really? Yeah. Hey, so no. I pulled your. Yeah. Tra- I pulled the transponders off this morning. Yours is completely clean. Aiden is just crusted in mud and dirt. I'm like... See, I'd rather have your moto because at least I can see the ruts. You still can see the ruts because they backbladed over them. And well, then I'd rather have that than, than a lake inside of these ruts, which I didn't know where I was in. Also, I for you guys that didn't know, we had rain delay on Thursday, which... We had rain delay Thursday, Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday. Which pushed back the motos on Saturday starting at like 8. Everyone got a parade lap early in the morning at like 6.30. 6.30. Well, they said 7.15 race, and we pulled in at 7.05. And they were already in like race 2. Class, a plus 30 class was already done. Yeah. So... Um, where are you going with this? Yeah, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, thank you for that. I didn't do it. <sighs> uh, anyway, so there was a river. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. They, sorry, they. Uh, <laughs> sorry about cut. that, people. He's just getting aggressive. Yeah. They also so cut the motos cut. down. They had cut the motos already down to fifteen minutes. They cut them down to twelve for Saturday to get everyone in because fifty parents were losing their mind that they weren't gonna have. The third moto for their kids. Mm-hmm. And then they also, after your moto, they cut out the mechanics area and just had you going straight from the tunnel jump. Oh, yeah. They cut the track. They cut the track. Yeah. So, so the mechanics area. Mechanics area is board. We call that the wall corner. Uh, the billboard turn. The billboard turn. That was gone. Yeah. And it in my race. It was. Oh, my God, dude. Eight and I Did were you see s- the puddle in the mechanics? Like, <clears throat> Well, that was when after they cut it out and they just and they just left. I'm just saying, it in my race though, that puddle was from that corner all the way to the to the right hander. Aiden yeah. and I were soaked, dude. Literally. Yeah, I was like, well, I mean, I'm I'm completely drenched, so I just took my shirt off. Aiden had on like a Chris's throb. tech yeah. tens, his blue tech tens, so he could pack his gate. That didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. I, didn't I, hey, I found some good dirt too. I had good dirt going, and then it started pissing rain. I'm like, well, I want it. Literally, and also thank you to uh, the Seebs. For letting us borrow their goggle bags so that Aiden could put them over Chris's handlebars. Oh, the Ziplocs? Yeah, the Ziploc baggies. And then and thank you to whoever let us borrow their umbrella because I, yeah, I don't have an umbrella. Who, I don't How do you not have bro- umbrella? I didn't, I f- forgot to grab an umbrella. I was like, well, we're going so quick. I'm like, we're not going to need it. I'm and write this down. There's something reminds me that you did that would make me. 
Um, oh, good. Can't wait. So excited. <laughs> so excited. Sorry to interrupt, but we have commercials, and they have special things in there for you to listen to, like discount codes, save yourself some money. Hey, make your wife or girlfriend happy that you're not spending a ton of money. We'll be right back with this show shortly. ScreenPrintingDone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy. Or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. Screenprintingdone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! Screenprintingdone.com. I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. If you guys are looking for some great oil, the Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, It's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, It's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino, all of our test bikes here. 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, You put it in. And I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check them out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar. But yet, I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend. And that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So protaper.com. 
They have race cut grips. They have sprockets. They have chains. All different kinds of things. Go check them out. ProTaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one? Or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ250F, no changes for 2023, but still the great same shootout-winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. Go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA, the pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right. The one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA. Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Just go visit them, powermotorsports.com, or hit me up, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and stupid. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris, at keyforinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate. And uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time? how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to OldTimersMX.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon, but several races over several months, all over the western United States. It's going to be a fun time. And let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't been out racing in quite some time, and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty of classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself. But, hey, you got to go do it. you got to go check them out. 
right now, go to oldtimersmx.com. But again, we're going to change our name up to IVMX, International Vet Motocross Association. So go look for them. And if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, Chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and we'll get you out there and have some fun and get some gate drops. Okay, wasn't so bad, was it? We're back with the show. Thanks for listening. Here we go. I haven't raced a mud race like that since Morden in 2005 in Canada. And the Morden one was just really slimy, thick mud, and they had hills. We couldn't go up the hills. I was telling Aiden, we actually had to get off of the track. There was grass where the, the spectators were. We would get off to, to make it up the hill on the track. We would like, and then shave to the right all the way where the spectators were. The spectators had to move out of the way because the, the, we started going that far out to get traction. But it was so deep, gnarly. A lot of guys' bikes took a shit with water. It was, I'd had no front brake the first lap, which is really, really strange to me. It's not heat. Because you got water everywhere, so it's not that. So it's got to be like pieces of rock or mud inside of your caliper that causes no front brake. Because I talked to a couple guys that finished top ten, they said the same thing. So super random. It was weird because then when I got your bike, I felt it, but uh-huh. then I pumped it like a couple of times and it came back. It was actually honestly better than what it was at first. Yeah, super weird. Oh, very strange. I don't know how or what happened, but yeah, no mm-hmm. front brake. Um, so it was survival. Yeah. And it was just an experience, very fun, it's something I'll remember for the rest of my life. And, uh, yeah, second overall is what we came home with. That's that's what I got. Aiden, talk about your Saturday. I mean, I, I was supposed to race. I was supposed to race at, like, 11. I didn't race till like, 2 yep. that day. And the, well, really, okay, so here's one of my things that I really pissed me off was they had the tractors out there. Before Push this closer. It's, it's as close as it okay, can get. Okay. We had the tractors out there. Before my moto, yeah, it was probably like forty five minutes, and then they're 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 complaining about oh I don't think we're gonna get all the motos in today like we might have to cut the motos, and like not do the fifties, and I'm thinking to myself you're doing forty five minutes of this tractor work right here you probably could have had two maybe two to three races done by now, but you'd rather have the tractors out there which honestly, it kind of pissed me off even more because as soon as I got out there. It honestly made the track even worse. They like they like took all the slop out, uh-huh. but then it was just there was still a little bit of slop on top. But then it was it had a hard base. It was literally it was like this table right here. Okay, it was so hard. It was like riding Washougal to me. Almost. But I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Uh, the race before he was the 50 moto. There was a ton of guys in the back of Storyland just stuck. The ruts were so big, they couldn't get out, and these are. Bigger dudes, 450s, and they were stuck. So I feel like it sucked waiting on the line with you. Like, that sucked. That was a long time. They had to do something, and maybe they should have did it a little bit quicker, but they had to prep the track a little bit because otherwise you should thank them because I don't know if you would have been able to finish. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. As bad as that your race was, imagine if they did nothing. It, it, it must have been pretty deep because in that section there was like probably – Three to there's probably three foot walls of just straight slop on each side. Right. Yeah. So like, if you're gonna go out the track, you were gonna go into a wall. Yeah. So Aiden and I were on the line. It's like thirty, forty five minutes. Aiden wanted to go to the bathroom. Oh yeah. Originally the, yeah. fifteen minutes, and I was like, no, you just gotta wait. It's probably gonna start. I ended up waiting there twenty. Another minutes. twenty minutes go by. He's like, forget it. I gotta go to the bathroom. So I like, okay. So he goes out to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I literally they start the bikes. They're starting the bikes. So I'm like, oh shit. So I'm sitting there by myself with this bike started up. I'm like, I don't know where my kid is. I was going to give him the hold on, so at least two minutes. 
but at least he got the drift and he heard bikes and he came back. Well, yeah, I, was, I literally got halfway to the bathroom. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm right like, now. where are you go? And he's like, I gotta pee. And then it was like, as soon as he said, I gotta pee, Janik started his bike. And I was like, don't think you're gonna do that. Better go back. Yep. So I got, so I had to pee. I had so to pee Aiden was very negative before the moto. I did not want to. I did not want to race. Like, you could tell Aiden wasn't in race mode because he was his shirt was off. He had boots on in my race. He was hanging out. He wasn't really concerned about anything. And then his race, oh, we're racing, okay. Because after my race, there was a break. Like, okay, we're stopping. Yeah, because I had Because I was the end. final race before we took a, a pause because it was so bad. It was lightning and everything while we were racing. Like, we didn't race probably another hour or two. So yeah. Aiden was thinking, oh, there's no way we're going to race. But then they're like, okay, we're racing. So we get to the line. It sucks. Dude, dude. I'm like, okay, look, we reset. I gave him a little story. I go, you know what, dude? Get in the mindset like how I was. Have fun. You're never going to have this experience possibly ever again. Like how many times do we get gnarly, gnarly races like this? Like mud racing is really a mindset. It, the happier you are and the more fun you have knowing that you're about to go into a shitstorm, the better your experience will be. And I feel like that rolls off in your riding. And this is an example of the mental toughness that you have to be within racing period when a track sucks glenn helen 330 get yourself in a mindset be like yeah man it's gonna be fun fuck it that's a different kind of fun <laughs> this is totally different so <laughs> we had a talk he actually flipped he actually i felt like at least to me like your mind was better before you took off you know yeah, it was a little better it was about the same though it was a little bit better. Give your dad some credit. It was. I said it was maybe a little bit better, but I, the, what really didn't work was him telling me this, and then looking five feet out of my gate and just seeing a straight mud puddle <laughs> with ruts, and I'm like, nope. Yeah. Uh huh. And then it pissed me off even more that the tractors took so dang long. Then that really pissed me off even more because I was like, I just want to get this over and done with, man. Right. I can understand that. Like, like I, you're making me sit here on this line. I'm looking at this run in front of me. I'm like. Kid, y'all could have took 45 minutes to prep something out there, but then you could have came and prepped our gate. Like, come on. So there was a V coming out of the gate. Like, oh, I So saw you, it. you imagine I'm painting you guys a picture listening to this. Big rut filled with water. There were loud cups. We, we kind of cupped it out as much as we could. Still filled with water because the water would fall right down the rut. Right out of the gate, I knew there was a, a, a hole right out of the gate from these paddles that are make a, a foot to a foot and a half, two foot hole. Couldn't see it. Filled with water, and then there was a rut, two ruts that veed out, crossed each other, like people got loose on the way out, on the races before ours. Yeah, filled with water. I go, man, you got to make a decision when you get out of this gate. You got to go in that rut or that rut, because <laughs> if your front tire goes in that one, your rear tire goes in that one, you're gonna be like that dude in the second mode that just fucking indos out of this gate. Some dude sent me a front flip. Some dude, some dude DM me. And he listened to the podcast. He was like, dude, I listened to the podcast. That dude that did the front flip, gnarly, and he sent me the video of it. It was pretty gnarly. Yeah, he's stuck and just. Yeah, so he got out of good. Tenth, twelfth, first corner. Yeah, made some moves. Came around. Me and mom are on the side. He's like, "Where are you? Where's she, where's he at?" And I'm like, oh. "He's all there. He is." That's how you know you can't see. Like the first lap, your bike and everything. You started. looked like I, it couldn't really make you out. Everyone right? looked the exact same because everyone's bike was destroyed. Only reason why I knew it was you because of your bib on the back. And you didn't even know that until I said something. So then you came around in second, first lap. Yeah, I was like, "Wow." I'm like, where's where's he at? So then we're freaking out, right? People are looking at us like, what are you freaking out? We're like, yeah, I didn't go. And people are like, <laughs> and then people are high-fiving me while you're racing. They're like, fuck yeah, little Kiefer. <laughs> High desert in the mud. Like, people are like freaking out, right? <laughs> so then you you pass and you're in the lead. Yeah, I think I led like a lap. I yeah, think I led maybe. a lap, maybe a lap and a half. I then fell. you crash. I fell. 
I'm like, Classic shit. Aiden pushes the front end. You and Chase Sexton have problems. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Stop Giselleing. But you wash the front end. Aiden has a problem of coming to the corners too quick and then losing the front end because either A, is going too fast, or B, he's standing up too long in the corner. Which in most cases, standing up technique is really good, but some Not push. So, so he pushed. You got back up. You, I pushed the front end just because it was sloppy. That, yeah. that Yeah, I mean. And then, but you got up. Quick, and I was like pressed. I was like, hell yeah. So, well, yeah, and then you I cut the dude off right when you got back up, which was nice. Yeah. Right in that straightaway, you just started veering over. Yeah, I knew. I'm like, you're going to shut off here. So The questionable thing is, before all this happened, my Twitter is blowing up because of you and the Ten Commandments. So let's explain this. Wait, hold on. Let me give you my sense of thought real quick before you explain it real quick. Okay. So I, hit, I, I cut the kid off, and I'm still winning at that point. Dylan Blecka. Yeah, was leading. Good, good job by by him for r- riding good. He's from Colorado. He's not a you know huge he, mud rider. He's either. a junction kid, isn't he? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I cut the kid off. I get back in first, and then I, my front, I my front end wash is going up one of the rollers, and I got the track. But immediately I'm like, I want to get on the track at the safest place as possible. And I didn't think the kid passed me. No, I'm being serious. I didn't think the kid passed me yet until I, because I looked over and if, if you looked over to the left. Go ahead. I'm, I I looked over and I saw, and he was right on the edge of the, the Ten Commandments. I'm like, well, I can't get back on here because, I mean, here. Well, I'm being serious. This is exactly, I know you're being serious. This is exactly what's going through my I'm mind. I'm laughing like, to myself because I'm a racer. I know what you're thinking. I'm like, I didn't feel like I gained a position because I didn't think he passed me. But I I watched the video and he did. He passed me, and yeah. I I was like, well, he didn't pass me. I'm not gaining position. I'm not gaining any time. So I just I just cut the whole damn so section off. Before, okay, let me just paint everybody a picture about my son. There's been several times that we have gone training together, and he has either A, jumped off of the track because he messed up or have crashed, and then has completely cut off a section because A, he didn't want me to catch him, <laughs> or B, he doesn't want to lose time on the lap. So I will see the marks cutting across the track onto the other portion of the track, and I've always asked him, why the fuck are you cutting all that section on? Just get back on where you are. He's like, I just freak out. I just freak out. I'm like, well, you can't do that. If you freak out, you're going to get docked. So here we are. Aiden's leading Loretta Lynn's third moto. He washes the front end. It points him in the, into the infield. He goes into the infield. Dylan Blecka passes him. He has a couple bike links on Aiden. If Aiden looked to his left, which you did, clear the day the kid was in front of you. So I'm calling bullshit on your... All right, all right. Okay. He freaked out like I know my kid does and didn't want to, A, lose time, or B, lose the position. So he got back on and then just sliced Dylan's front wheel off. So I'm like, oh, boy, we're fucked. But then I washed. So then, luckily, by the grace of God, your rear end washed out again, and then Dylan got by you, and then you were almost caught in the third. Yeah. So good thing that you washed out. Because you would have been jacked. Yeah. So no harm, no foul. For you Twitter assholes that are telling me that Aiden cheated, almost. 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 It's Maybe his thought was going through his mind cheating. So I will give you that, Twitter people. Yes, my kid's thought wasn't great, and it was cheating. But someone from above picked his rear end up and made it slide out and said, not today. <laughs> Let Dylan go by you, and he did. So that saved us. And then you managed to get in the lead. You washed out. And I managed and you, to get in the lead again. And, and you then, went back to third. And then I went back to third because I, I, I don't remember how I went back to third. So 
I appreciate very that. Very doesn't matter for me. Like you rode really impressively. Your technique was good. You're charged up. I told Aiden on the line, this is your kind of t- like shit. Like the way I the way Aiden rides, very smooth technique. I I will say this. I feel like Aiden's technique is the best in the B class. If you watch Aiden ride his dirt bike versus Janik. Janik is not as technically sound as Aiden, but Janik is just fast, a little bit faster. If Aiden can get a little bit faster and stronger, I have I have sprint speed. You can see that obviously. But my, so my first two laps are yes. If you get a start, yeah, you're a little Michael Lessie ish. It, it's it's hard. If you come from the back, your your speed isn't as apparent. It's hard. It is hard to sprint when you're in the back and you got some rando in front of you. It's I understand. Hard. It is hard. But good riders, the best riders, make it happen. Yeah. Um, Cochran was back. He made his way up. I, mean, I, can name cons- a, I can name a couple riders that made their way up and got up. What do you t- consider back, though? Af- past 10th. Cochran was an 8th. Doesn't matter. I maybe 8th the first lap. Yeah. But he wasn't an 8th off the start. So maybe he completed his first lap in 8th, but he wasn't 8th. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. So I that's what I noticed. And I'm I'm a fairly neutral, yes, he's my son, but I'm I'm you know me, Heather. Yep. I'm honest. And I... I will say this. Your well, technique is really good. And I got a lot of compliments from people saying, man, Aiden looks really good on a bike. He's come a long way in a short amount of time, which you have. And these are the reasons why I think Aiden deserves something to give him some help to see where he goes. Like, people think, oh, you're with your dad because, you know, you your dad can get all this stuff. I can't get a lot of shit for Aiden. Like, Ryan Holiday from Team Green helped us a little bit. You know, he got – I asked, hey, I would like to pay for some parts for Aiden's Loretta Lynn bike. Let me know. He said, I'll send you what you need. I gave him a list of parts. He sent it for free. Um, if I needed something, Ryan's pretty good about sending it to me. Like I got some. I purchased wheel sets for Aiden. I didn't get them for free. So we ain't getting free shit. Right. At times we will because Ryan's been really generous. But I don't ask for a lot. I would like to see Aiden on a team to where he can get away from me a little bit and someone could guide him and help him in the realm of bikes and parts and things, which yep. I think – that's another thing I wanted to do this week was show people that I don't get everything because of you, which I mainly do, like mainly. But I wanted to show people like that you deserve. I, I do deserve maybe just a little. I do deserve more help. I, I think like. you deserve more help too. Um, granted, do I think you need a full-blown ride? No, I, I haven't I haven't done anything to earn that either though. But I think you, you people see like, oh, there's some shit there. We can, we can work with that, right? Yeah. So – I think we ended it on a good note. The reason why he didn't race the last schoolboy two moto, we ended up getting some water and some electrical from when I fell, and it was cutting out intermittently. It would start, but then one start, and I didn't have enough time or resources within our pit, and I didn't bring the bike over to Kawasaki. Granted, I probably could have, but I was trying to figure it out myself, and I just ran out of time, and. So we ended it on that note. So that's another reason why I would like him on a team. So in case something happens like that, I have he's not relying on me, right? <clears throat> which is a novice mechanic. <laughs> I can make my way around a little bit, but electrical, I mean. Um, that's a pain in the ass. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Backing out. I'll set up his bike, which I got a lot of comments on your bike. My bike was good all week. Jamie from Twisted did an excellent job on his engine, like – I think this is even better than your older engine. Not as grabby or snatchy, or it was as enough much to where I can ride it as hard it, as hard as I can. Right, but it had really good power bottom in and pulled really long. It did, yeah. 
And even a couple of Cowie guys came to me and goes, man, your bike looks really good. Um, Showa stuff from Scott from Showa and Pro Circuit did that. That was really good. That stuff is really good, um, especially there. Yeah. And I think, you know, I can help Aiden in those aspects. I rode Aiden's bike and help him adjust it. I see things. I can I can do things. So Aiden is a little bit more of an advantage having me around for bike setup. Yep. And that showed at Loretta's. Yeah. So. Which another I thought was interesting was you got an email from Cochran's dad asking about tires. I don't know if it was Cochran's dad after all. Maybe his last, last name was Cochran. Well, I mean, who else is going to be at the I don't know, man. Asking about it was Cochran, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Oh, let me. So I could dad, be wrong. What was the dad's name? What was his name? I have to go back in my emails and look. I don't know what it was, but so yeah. So I'm happy to help people. I'm fairly smart when it comes to setting up bikes, and yeah, there's your bike shows that we did some stuff to it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Greg Albertson as well for letting us go to his track. You know, a month. I think that helped us out a little bit. We weren't there that long, but it. Kind of got it more adapted. When I went out for practice on Monday, I wasn't so like overwhelmed because I already kind of had a muscle memory of where I was going, being yeah. at Greg's for a week or so. Um, so I thought that was beneficial. Uh, but past that, I mean, I think we had a a, a, <laughs> a well-rounded week. We had great times. We had yes. bad times. We got through some stuff. So a lot was learned in a week. And I think that's what you can't take away about Loretta's. It's a long, long week. And, um, yeah, I just, there's no other race like that in America. No. It's a week long trials and tribulations. A lot of shit can happen. You got weather, you got track conditions. It's like, it's, it's really unique. So. Plus you have pretty scenery too. You have pretty scenery. That's all it was. We came back to the high desert. We're like, I'm just thinking about like, like Freestone, like Freestone area is cool, but it's like. It's not, farm. Yeah, it's not it's like... It's farmland. Yeah, it's Texas. You know, AZ Open. It's desert. <coughs> We've never done many O's, so I have no idea what that's even like, so I can't even... It's like, it's... it's. Uh, I'm just saying, like, the scenery and the atmosphere at Loretta's is something unlike And any there's not race. too many assholes. No. Uh, I do want to talk about the old man in the chair. Someone tweeted me about that. I don't know if he was there and heard what I said. <laughs> so I want to make this clear. <laughs> what, what did he tweet you? Uh, he tweeted me... Well, you talk about well, – let me, let me look at my Twitter. It was something like – I don't know if this guy is being condescending, like I, w- like I was being an asshole, and he saw it. Um, let me see here. Oh, I go, two days later, back from LL's pod about the week, blah, blah, we'll be up tomorrow. He's like, great, in caps. Can't wait to hear your apology to the old man in the chair. Yeah, I don't know. So maybe this guy's Steve Van, VanRam538 on Twitter. So maybe he's, he heard what I said and thought I was an asshole about it. So I'm going to try to explain myself here. So there's always little stories within Loretta's, right? This is just one little story. We went and watched <laughs> over by coming story. out of story, story land. And it's not even a story, right? Yeah, it's not even a story. This is nothing to this really is nothing. break the, the crust of the stories that Loretta lends us here. <laughs> uh, we can't we, discuss. Aiden, Heather, me, and Ty and Ticknap went to go watch out of Storyland between races. People are lined up all over the fence on the grass, and it's – being a normal human being, you try to find a little slot where you're not in someone's way. And I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm self-aware of this, right? right? So I did. I, I saw the old man. I backed up. But Ty, being Ty, I think he's just an ogre walking around, you know? He just kind of sat there and wasn't aware of the old man and the wife si- sitting there watching, right? 
I backed myself up out of their their, their view. Uh, you were backed up, Aiden. I don't know where you were, Aiden. Aiden was, like, right in front of me because I, I was right, right next yeah. to the tree. Okay, so. Ty had just come, like, he kind of just popped around to, right. like, talk to Aiden about a section of the track. Right. Because it was before one of Aiden's races. So, anyway, we're, we're sitting there, and about five seconds goes by, and the old man goes, where are you all from? And then Ty goes, oh, California. And the old man goes, yeah, I should have known. And it was a very condescending tone. And I, right when he said that, I'm already self-aware. So I already know what the fuck he's going with this, right? Right. I know that he knows Ty's in the way. But the way he said it was more like an asshole. Yeah. And so I was, I said, yeah, Ty, that's an asshole's way of saying get the fuck out of the way. That's what I said out loud. I don't even know if the old man heard me say yeah, that. I don't think he heard you. But. No, because the, he was like chirping Right, he you. was talking. Like, so Ty wasn't, Ty was like, yeah, yeah, sorry. He was saying sorry. But the way he said it already got me heated because how he came out. It's like, oh, you're from California, so you must be a dickhead, which is fucked. Right. Right? Well. Granted, he probably is right most of the time. <laughs> There's a lot of households in California. Yep. But. That's the only reason why I tripped back. And I yeah. think maybe this, this guy on Twitter heard me. And so uh, I will not apologize. I will say this, though, Steve Van. We came back the next day, and we saw the old man, and we talked. And he's cool. He's a, he's a nice guy. We talked about him in Houston race. Uh, he broke his, um, uh, what's this area around your, not your sternum. Um, Clavicle? No. <sighs> I don't know. He broke something. I didn't hear him say that. I just heard him say they used and to And then he stopped track. riding. So they come in and his wife just come out and watch the races. Nice guy. Just a misunderstanding. So I wasn't trying to be an asshole. The guy came in hot. I came in hot. Cool dude. This is how sometimes things work out. I try to teach my family how you talk to people is how you should be treated. So when I hear someone puff up really quick, right. I get defensive because like, I'm self-aware most of the time. And I understand when I fuck up and when I don't. And and Ty didn't, so no harm, no foul. Uh, don't I mean? So I don't know if this guy thought and heard this, you know, whatever. So it was just a big misunderstanding. We had a good conversation with the guy. Uh, he watched for Aiden and nine. He yeah, no problem. So all good. That was that was my story. <laughs> so no big deal. Uh, a couple things I do want to cover that I had notes before we get into your guys's three things. Uh, the weekend warrior kids. I explained this. I think these are the type of kids and the families that have the best time at the ranch. Props to you people out there that just go do this for fun, and then you have us idiots that try to make this our, our, our living. Yeah. You know, like, oh, we have to do good because we need to ride. or have to do this. Be, you know, the real people living and doing this thing are the people that spend their money, blue-collar people. Their kids are not going to win anything. They're just here having a good time. I saw, like, a mom and dad come up to give this kid a hug and a kiss because he got 18th. Like, that's, that's the real shit. Yeah. That's where it's all about right there. Like, you got 18th. They're hugging them. The kids seem generally happy about it. Like, that's what's cool. Well, that was the guy when we were, I don't remember what moto it was. And he kept asking, he's like, hey, what place is 47 in? And you're like, oh, he's up to oh, yeah, right. 17th. And he's like, fuck yeah, I'll take it. Weekend warrior, hell yeah. <laughs> then he asked me, he's like, should I put my kid in the next moto? I'm like, hell yeah, dude. Make him race. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, you don't get this experience. You're here. You might as well race because it was muddier than shit, mm -hmm. right? And those guys have to think about their bikes because right. they could fuck up their bikes, right? And I go, dude, you're here. Let them experience the whole thing. Right. Like, it, it's worth the money to rebuild the kid's bike to give them that experience because you're here, right. you know? 
So I, I, I think that was really special to me to watch the because that can relate to those types of people the most for me because I think we're that type of family. Yep. I don't come from money. You don't come from money. We don't have everything. Nope. The reason why the things we have, what we have, is because of what I'm doing. Right. So I can relate to those types of people more than anyone. Um, we already talked about the money. I talked to a lot of families uh, about how much money it was for them to get there. Uh, we always try to break these things down. And, again, we went with an Airbnb versus a motorhome at the track. We explained some of those situations and the differences in a recap show if you want to listen to those things. But we would probably go do an Airbnb once again because it was just a lot more relaxed for us. Yeah. So if you're thinking about staying at the track versus Airbnb, we would say go to Airbnb, stay off-site. Most of everything that's decent is 30 to 45 minutes away, which isn't a bad drive Mm -mm. East Coast style because you're actually moving and you get a a nice morning drive in. You can drink some coffee, get ready for the day. Um, I will say that if you have not spent your time at the ranch ever, it's worth doing once. Yep. So that way you can experience everything. Again, we didn't get to see a lot of our friends, family, um, sponsors because we're so in and out, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you must get a golf cart. You must have some form of transportation or you are screwed. Oh, yeah. It was $800 for it that was, golf. Well, it was almost $1,000 with the pit pass and the golf cart. Right. Uh, props to the Wi-Fi people there at the track. The Wi-Fi was way better than it ever has been. Mm-hmm. It does cost money, but if you need to get work done or if you want to watch the races that are going on at your pit, the Wi-Fi is awesome. Yep. Uh, so total time, well, not even time, total money put out between the area all the way till we got home is around almost $10,000. Yeah, I'd say so. So other couples that I've met that even live closer to Loretta Lynn's is almost $10,000 for them as well from the time they start from the time they leave. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Emick said he spent $10,000 of his own time. So you're looking about 10K. You mean 10,000 of his own money? Yes. You said and his he, own time. I'm sorry, $10,000 of his own money. <laughs> I mean, time is money, right? Yeah, that's true. So it's going to cost you some money. I'm sure there are ways to cut that some. If you have help, if you're doing certain things um, differently than what we are, if you have your own golf cart, you have your own motorhome, you have your own, like, I'm sure there are ways to cut some of that. But generally speaking, you need to X out $10,000 of your money in your bank or try to make up some of that to do what you need to do. And that's a lot of money. Yep. So that deters a lot of people away. The people that don't go that I talk to say it's too much money. And now look at it, Chris. It's a fucking mud race. I ain't doing that. Like, <laughs> I understand it. But, like, you're going to have to go all in if you do it. Yeah. Yep. Just because it's raining. And you could tell third motos, not a lot of people on the gate. No. How many people show up to my class? Your 250B moto was less. Schoolboy 2 had a lot. Yeah. So Schoolboy two I would say at least eight, 8 to 10 kids didn't show up for the third moto in 250B. So you probably had 29, 30 kids in the 250B last moto. Uh, 40 moto, same thing. Had about 30 guys. Yeah. Which I almost can understand. <laughs> it was fucking pissing rain. Really, really bad. Yeah. Oh, it was horrible. Um, And I want to talk about Heath Harrison start. Did you see that? I did. It was... <sighs> so here's what I... I think that was legit. I think what he did, I don't think like... No, he that, won. He protested and he won. He won the protest. Oh, he did? Yeah. So he didn't jump. They, 
No, he pro. They, there's so in the pro sport class, he got his. He got he a, got he got his win because uh, he pro. You can he didn't pro, get a win. He got a third. No, he won, second. He, no, he was winning. That's what I'm saying. He was winning. Yeah, he but was they, winning. But he got second. Yes, but overall. Yeah, oh yeah, there. second. So yeah, sorry, second. But yeah, no, you can protest the protest, and uh, I think you have to pay though to do it. I think you got to pay like a hundred bucks or something. I just think he timed it perfect. Uh, yeah, I mean like. Yeah, I, th- I think so. He good. took off and yeah, he, he just barely touched the gate, kissed the f- the front tire with the gate. It touched it, but then it went down normal. He didn't plow through it. He didn't like the dude in your moto, right? Yeah, <laughs> my dude, like, or even the one before mine. This kid plowed through it and went straight and got the whole shot. Oh, because the gate fell forward, right? Oh, some of these gates that fall backwards don't fall the way forward and they get hung up and then you endo. Yeah, this one just falls forward, <laughs> but Heath timed it. He didn't do a whole shot device. That's why. Perfect. And he just kissed the gate and then went over it and ripped a six start. So that I was, think that was legit. I didn't know he protested and won. Yeah, he, yep. So he got the second. Perfect. Place. So the, I was pissed because I was like, I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. So props to MX Sports for reversing that because I thought it was a good start. Good start for uh, Heath. Surprises for me. Good side, I would say. Uh, man. Surprises. Bad for me, obviously, I expected more from Preston Bass Flug. Great rider, great technique, fun to watch ride. I thought he'd be better. I don't think better. he broke top 10, dude. No, I think he got top 10. Yeah. Um. Also, I thought Jaden Claw would be a little bit better. Yeah, he was like, I didn't hear nothing about him all week. Right. He was really good last year. Um. Gavin Towers won. Yeah, good for Gavin. Uh, He got a 14-10 and a DNS in open pro Yeah, his bike, his bike blew up. That was up. Preston. Yeah, his bike blew up. Um, so a lot of great rides from people that we expected. Um, Daxton. did you say Jaden Claw? Yeah. yeah, he got fifth overall. He got a five twelve and a three. Oh shit! Well then, he and two fifty pro he... sport. All right. Well, then take that back. We didn't pay attention. I fifth guess. overall is good. So maybe the, maybe he's yeah. I just would expect him up in the top three more. So he did get a third in yeah. one moto. Let me see what he got in open pro. Um, and of course, uh, you have Daxton who won the Horizon Ward. Is, last year. Yep. And you have Unadilla coming up this weekend, so a lot of these guys will be going. A lot of guys. Preston, Juju, Daxton. Bomier's going to Unadilla? Yep. How do you say his last name? I Bomer or Bomier? I don't, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, uh, he rode good. Jaden DNF'd on Moto 1, got 6th on Moto 2, and DNS on Moto 3 for Ooh. Open Pro Sport. Is that on Cowie or Yami? Cowie. He's on Cowie, Cowie. Yeah. Hmm. So... Uh, you're three and three. Go ahead, Heather. Um, my three and three. My three positives were spending time with you guys and mm-hmm. friends. Um, both of you podium on the same day. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. So we, Aiden and I, are the only ones to ever a father and son to podium on the same day besides John and Eli Tomac. We've done it twice now. Yep. So we've done it twice. Aiden did it in 2020 in the C class, and I was there, and I and I won my moto. Now we both got two thirds on the same day in the mud. Yep. So um, I hopefully someone recognizes that because I think that's pretty special. And these are the things that I've been saying leading up to this is like it's rare to find a father and son, respectively, in each class that are that are good enough to be able to do that in each class. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty special thing. Well, I forget who it was. Someone had posted, like, going into Loretta's, all the father and sons that were, like... It was the time 
time in our time capsule. Time, uh, I forget what the dude Instagram's called. But it was like it was a picture of Nick and Vincent and Joe and Liam and Evan and Tim and then you guys. Right, and I have all oh, those. Right Guess here. who's racing? Right, you. Me and right here. Uh, second gen racers. Yeah. So it's Tim Ferry and Evan, me and you, Nick Way and Joe, uh, and Liam. Joe and Liam. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are smart. They don't race. <laughs> I'm the idiot that's racing. Three out of the four did not race. <laughs> right. It's a uh, lot of work. It is a lot of work. Yeah. It would be sick if they had, if they had like a uh, an all-stars class, but the all-stars class is all the old racers. Like if you had Tim, Nick, Joe. Well, it would be cool if they had a class for fathers that their sons are racing that week and you're racing as well. It's called the father-son class, <laughs> right? It's only and the one fathers moto? race each other, and then the sons race each other in one moto, and they combine the scores to see who wins, and then we get that would be sick. Father son podium that would be fun. Now that would be fun. Right, separate races. Now the, yeah, but you all race each first other. First moto, first moto is the dads. Second moto is the kids, and they go and at the it. Third moto, all of us combined. But that's not fair because you got Vincent who's on a a super mini. And you've got dude at that track, it doesn't matter. He might not get a great start, but that little fucker probably could pass half of the kids. Right. You could probably get a 16th. <laughs> no, he'd probably be better. Like, if you look at super mini lap times versus other... Super mini lap times are within... Five seconds. Yeah, are within, like, or five better. seconds. Like, right. the track is tight. Like, if you put if you put Landon Gordon on in 250B, I would say he'd get either 14th through 17th. But let's say you put 250B class at 11, and then super mini at 11.30... And just take the starts away and look at lap times. I bet you the lap times aren't that that far away. Oh, yeah. Maybe I don't know. Um, my other positive was the Airbnb because I felt like that was really nice to go back to every day. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I felt like it was a really good. Don't tell them where they're at because I don't want anybody taking our Airbnb for next year. I've already reserved it for next year. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. You did. I already good. talked to her. Good. Me and her are homies now. Um, yeah, I just I felt like it was. It was good to get away from the track. It was good for him to reset, especially when he had, like, two shitty motos. And It was nice to spend time with Alex. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't great to spend time with Travis. Yes, it was. That was horrible. It was, it was it. fun. Like, it was fun Randy and Robbie <laughs> come and stay in the one night. Yeah, Randy and Robbie, Alex. I didn't get to spend that much time with Alex prior to this. That's the first time I've ever, like, officially met Alex. Like, I talked to him on the phone once when Aiden had him on for a conversation. I mean, I've I've been around him, being at the races, been around him through Pulp MX, yeah, and getting to spend time. He's just it's just like how I thought he would be, just normal, goofy kind of kid. Do you ever notice Alex how he breathes when he's sitting there? <laughs> He'll be quiet, and we'll just be sitting here. Go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, you should hear. Do you when, hear that? Did you, you should you hear. hear that? You should hear when he's eating the ice cream. He was eating ice cream. And I'm sitting next and to was him. Was he like? Yeah. He would he would eat the <laughs> damn ice cream. He go. He'd be eating it, and he'd be going. <laughs> Dude, just these little random troll breaths that I would hear, like little <laughs> little troll breaths. Um, down negatives, the weather delay, like that was super shitty. I actually, I loved it. I mean, I needed, was, I needed time. Yeah, it was good. It helped me out a lot. Yeah, but like when you expect, like on Thursday when we're like, okay, we're gonna get in, we're gonna have a ten o'clock motor, we're gonna be out by like eleven, like go back, we're gonna have the rest yeah. of the day to chill, and that did not happen. Like that was kind of shitty. But the not having an early moto the next day and sleeping in, that was nice. Right. So it's kind of bittersweet. Um, I didn't have any rain boots this year, so that was... Yeah, how do you, how do you not do that? 
I don't probably because we didn't think it was usually you always bring those. Well, probably because we thought we were gonna get lucky again. Because like no. we, we know better. It's we. I mean, you bring rain boots all the time. Yeah, I didn't bring rain boots. Yeah, I mean, mm. so that was horrible because my shoes were soaking wet, and then I was in Crocs, and it was just, it was all bad. Mm. Um, also forgetting the umbrella for your race that was horrible. Let's talk about you a little bit. Um, the other thing that I think sucks is like I feel like we didn't really get to experience the ranch. Yeah, not being there, we like didn't go float the creek. Second we haven't flo- done that too. We well, I think that the weather didn't help some of that either. Right. right. Like, we didn't float the creek last year either. But I mean, like, on Sunday, Sunday when we went to do check in and stuff, like, we did go drive back past Loretta's. That was the one time we went back there. Like, the first day. Yeah. Like, we because didn't. Because you'd screw the think, on that too. I think also, too, once we you're there so many times, it might lose its luster a little bit. Like, we've done it. This is our fourth time. So, we've done it a lot. We already kind of know what's back there. Well, I don't think it's so much that. I think it's the fact that we weren't staying at the track. So, like, we didn't have time to kill. Like, oh, we're fucking bored. Like, let's get in the golf cart and go drive around. Right. Like, yeah. Like, we were, like you said, in right. and out. It was it was a business trip. Me, personally, I don't mind it because I've seen what I've seen. And it's nice to do it. We did the one time around. That was enough for me. I'm good. Yeah. So, but I understand I what you're it's, saying. It's fun, though, to do it. Like, if you have a bunch of friends to just. I'm not a big creek floater. So didn't really bother me that we didn't do that. I'm I'm sorry, I'm boring. Well, you've only I like th- hanging out. That's what I look forward to is hanging out, bullshitting. When it's me, you, Aiden, Troll, Brownie, Travis, Randy, Robbie, yeah, those guys. It's fun just to talk shit, listen to stories, you know, and hang out. Oh yeah. And thank you to the Mun Racing guys again for letting us mooch off your your power washer. Yes. Um, that saved my ass. I went up. And shout out to the company, and forgive me, I don't know the company. It wasn't Yamaha this year. It was another company that left power washers out for people to use. They had soap. It was always filled up. The power washers were gassed up. They ran, and they were running fucking 24-7 for were a the week straight. Were the Yamaha ones? Um, I, I didn't look, but I just knew the banner behind it. It wasn't Yamaha. Usually it'll have like a Yamaha banner sponsored by Yamaha. It didn't have that. It was sponsored by someone else, so I don't know which power washers they use, but they were unbelievable, powerful as shit. Um, so thank you to that company. If you knew who that was, email me so I can properly thank them. Uh, but that is huge, man. Yeah. They power. probably don't get enough sales to warrant how much power washers they send out there, but I don't think they understand how many people they save by having those little wash bays there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had to use it twice after Aiden's muddy-ass race, and it took me 30 minutes to wash his bike. Mm-hmm. And that's huge. So thank you to those guys. Thank you to Mun Racing. We mooched. We mooched. We had our electric power washer that sucked ass at our Airbnb. That sucked. I told you it sucked. Yeah, <laughs> I told I mean, it's you. better than nothing, right? That's yeah. what we had. So, All right, Aiden, what's your three and three? Uh, My three are... Give me a second. Pull it back Great right show. Okay. Way to be on it. Uh, Heather's yawning. That means a nap time. Us, <laughs> us parking by the creek, I feel like, was cool. Coming before a race and after a race. That was being, a nice spot. Being able, That was a really good spot. Just being able to jump in the creek, and it wasn't too busy right there until like maybe later in the day, but by that time, we were getting ready to leave anyways. Shout out to the guy, and I don't remember him. Maybe you know who was singing at the monster stage when, when it was oh, yeah, I loud as shit. Mm. The guy sang really good, had good songs. I would have loved it if I wasn't in the like race mode. I was still racing and it got loud. Yeah. The guy sang really good. He has a Loretta Lynn song that was kind of cool. I listened to the lyrics. That was fun. Randy would know because Randy knows right. him. Um, Travis wasn't having it. Very yeah. annoyed by Travis, but I thought it was cool that 
It was, it was a good, good vibe. music. Guy played guitar really good, sang nice. It was a cool vibe. I think it would have been better if it would have been maybe on the other side of where we were parked. It yeah. doesn't matter. I just think if we weren't racing, we were just hanging out by the creek, it would have yeah. been sick. Yeah. And uh, that the fact that he knew uh, we left and honked at him. He's like, Kiefer's like, he knew that was cool. Like, And he raced there before. That's cool. Sorry, I don't know his name. I feel like an asshole. Uh, having Alex and Travis there, I feel like that was cool to like. Travis, get- though? Yeah. Oh. That's my best friend. Travis, though, really? I mean, what did he do besides just. I mean, we actually, of Heather. we actually had good talks. You put a clutch in your bike. You put he a, did. Okay, I tell you, he did, did something yeah. for me. Uh, he did something for me. Wow. It's he, a miracle. And he did the dishes, too. He did the dishes. Yeah, he did the dishes in one night. He did. Yes. He, did. he bought a, groceries, too. So, yes, all right, I'll take all of it, but he did fine. You're mean, dude. You're a bad friend. Oh, now he is. He's a nice friend. <laughs> 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 Having them there, uh, getting a podium, that was probably a big goal. That was one of my big goals that you I know, wanted. Hold on. Let me get back to Travis. <laughs> Jesus. Stand by. You're on a high right now with Travis. It's going to come crashing down at some time. Having Travis as a friend <laughs> is on the highest of highs. And the lowest of lows. And the lowest of lows. <laughs> His right. expectation for you to be a friend, that you get off of that mountaintop, it's rough. Hey, do you know who will never be off of that mountaintop? Me. Right. I- I'm safe. You two are on your own. When you do shitty, stand by. Because you know what he's going to say? You're no better than your dad. That's what he's going to tell you. <laughs> All right. No, he'll have some excuse like your dad was probably in your ear and gave you some faulty advice, you know. Like the Travis will never be Travis negative. is not a very good motivator. <laughs> Travis will never be negative to me. Oh boy. Oh, Stand boy. by for lift off on that one. Because he, he recognizes the skills and he just recognizes. Alright, anyways. Uh <laughs> hanging out hanging out with friends and family. That was fun. Townsend's that was fun. Townsend's. Hanging out with them on rain delays. We went down the Townsend's. Libet, Cole, Gunner, and Gray, very cool family. Love spending time with them. Yes. Gunner came over one time. We went and got Monster Rafters, and you know what we did? We went and played with snails. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, guys. Gunner and Gray are the opposites. They're complete opposites. Gray is wide open. Gray is a little bit like Gray, how I no. was growing up as far as I have to be close to the motorhome because I don't want to miss anything. Like, he was scared to miss the race. Like, literally, we went when it was raining and it was rain delay, we went out and, like, drove around for a little bit to, like, go check it out. Went to my camper to check on our, the bike and everything, and came back, and we drove over to go look at the track, and some dude got stuck in the rhino, and we're watching this dude try to pull the rhino out. And then we go back to get Gunner, and we go and show Gunner, and we're driving around. We went and go see Liam, and Grayson, like, freaking out the whole time. He's like, dude, you are a terrible driver. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you're going so fast. And I'm like, dude, we're doing, like, five miles per hour. And we're going through the pits. Is barcode gray? He's straight barcode. And then, <laughs> and then literally every after that, Another phrase would come, like, dude, I'm going to miss my moto. We got to go back. I'm going to miss my moto. That's a little bit like that. I can relate. And I'm like, I'm looking out. I'm like, great. Do you see this rain? And and then lightning would go. And I'm like, you see that right there? You're not racing probably today. He was after you, right? He had a rough go. He did have a rough go. He's a really good rider. And it just sucks that he had a rough go this week. So I think, like, he put a lot of work in. And hopefully this doesn't get him down too much because he's a really good rider, and I think he could do really good at Mammoth. So hopefully he turns around at Mammoth. That's just how it goes sometimes. I think he'll do way better at Mammoth. Yeah. It's more what we ride. Oh, they left and went straight to Idaho to start training for Mammoth. Yeah. They're gnarly, dude. <laughs> they are so gnarly. I'm, I'm, we'll never be that gnarly, Yeah. by the way. I mean, I don't really think we can. T- I don't want to do that anyways either, I don't think. Uh, Gunner is the oldest 15-year-old I've ever met in my life. He's a vet rider. Guys, next year, watch out for Vet 15 Plus. He's coming. He told me some stories that we're not going to talk about here that I didn't even know what he was talking about. And then I 
I got confirmation that that was a true story a day later, and then I'm like, oh, shit, I already heard the story. It's like the mechanic talk, dude. Mechanics talk. He packed me a great gate, the second moto. Great gate. He did pack you a great gate. And I got it. I, I screwed the pooch that moto. I felt bad, so thank you, Gunner, for packing me a great gate. <laughs> it's like it's almost like a mechanic thing. Like mechanics talk to other mechanics, and like other mechanics talk shit about other mechanics. It's funny. Okay, go ahead. What else? Uh, and then I... Uh, I like the track for some reason this year. For some random reason this year, I really liked the track compared to the last two years. I really liked it. It's funny how that didn't come out of his mouth, the second moto. I Hold on. I only liked the track on Tuesday and Wednesday. That was it. Top five, top seven. So yeah. two out of the five days? Two out of the five days I liked it just because I thought the Monday, tra- you didn't like Monday? No, Monday sucked. Practice? Monday, Monday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So everybody, Trash. when you go to practice on a Monday, don't freak out. Don't take it out on your wife. Don't take it out on your kids. You're going to suck. Your bike's going to feel like dog shit. Relax. Wash your motorcycle. Eat some dinner. Go race Tuesday, and your bike will feel way better than Monday. That's my advice <laughs> to you people out there. Um, uh, not so much. A, so cons was with rain. What? Rain, what did you say? Cons? Cons. Con air? There's pros and cons right okay. here. Okay. Cons was rain, the rain delay okay. every single day. Mm-hmm. And then another con that I was really bummed about is I didn't get we didn't get to go to the ice cream on top of the mm. hill. Yeah, I know. That would have been nice. We didn't have our friend Frappy Greg with us because he would have demanded he that. He would have demanded that. I tried demanding that and it wouldn't happen. Except we went to McDonald's and sucked down at McFlurry. McFlurry, a quarter pounder, an apple pie. Something about salty fries after a hard day of riding is really tasty. And a Coke. Mm. Mom stuck down a quarter pee. She QP, dude. She, she kept that QP in her for a couple of days too. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Did you go to the bathroom every day? Uh, I get off my schedule. Did you go to the bathroom every day, Aiden? Poop. <laughs> Random. Uh, I only pooped three times out of the five days. That's not good. That that means you barely ate, dude. That's not good. I'm just telling you. That's not good. I get off on my schedule. I don't poop the yeah, way I, I should. Yeah, I, I went feel every like, day. I feel like I was off. I went every day. You did? Because I It's because you're a kid and you don't care. I ate. When you're an adult and you have things to worry about, mm. poop stays inside of you. Mom's QP was in there for It's days. probably still in there right Stress. now. Probably. You got QPs in there still? No. She's got QPs. My mom sucked down QPs. Guys, my mom tries to act like, you know, like she's on a diet and everything, but she really sucks down QPs. She gets into some QPs. She will <laughs> suck it down. Did she suck down an egg bagel this morning, too? Yeah, she did. She came out skinnier than she left, though. She weighed herself when she got home. It's probably because you barely ate. Yeah, I did barely eat. And you're laundry, busting your ass all week. That probably made you lose sweating. weight. Sweating. that sweat. You're sweating every day. Yeah, you might have lost more water weight than anything, huh? Yeah. You going to work out today? Yeah, I uh, am. I'm not. I got a Peloton ride. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not doing anything. I got a Peloton. Besides com- computer work and office work. Mm. Uh, what else? That's it? That was really it. I feel like this year, I feel like it was a good Loretta's. Uh, I feel like my riding was good this year. I feel like off. The if there's any teams listening to this, which might be a possibility, what is what do you have to offer? What do I have to offer? Mm-hmm. Here's your resume right now. What do you have to offer that's gonna want them to take you versus someone else? See that that's you put me on the spot here. That's great. Well, you're gonna have to be on the spot a lot when you get. Well, a job. obviously, I can. I'm a good kid. You know, I feel like I can be a good influence on the team. Okay. Um, I feel like. I'm a I don't I don't like tooting my own horn, but I feel like I'm a I'm a pretty good rider, and, and I'm not. I feel like next year I can be even better. With uh, I mean, if are you, you can you go B again next year? I yes I can because my AMA age is still young. I'm still good for near year. Okay, you teams, you're looking for a B class winner. 
This could be Aiden. Uh, yeah, and plus two, I feel like I let's talk about this. I started troll training in three months. I started it right after Texas, so like beginning April, beginning of April, and it hasn't been that long. And I feel I feel pretty good. I feel like now yeah, you get tired. I yeah, I got tired. I well, no okay, so not so much a tired, but I got arm pump. I got real. I first I got really bad arm. Troll pump said you need more meat. You need more reserves. So you're skinny. You're all dick and ribs, right? Yeah. So you need a little bit of fat on you to dig into some of that reserve. You look at Cochran. He's not a rail. He has some meat on him. I haven't really. I haven't. I don't like uh, Janik, dick and ribs. Drew Adams has some meat on him, right? Yeah. You, you need a little bit of meat for some reserves. And I feel like once you go through your your fitness, like the that dig-in stage where you got to start digging in, you don't have a lot of that yet because you need some more meat. Yeah, but I feel like like my riding has gotten better. Like my sprint, oh, speed, yeah. my sprint, like my sprint speed. I feel like has gotten really good. I feel like I can run that pace the whole time. It's just my I got my arms got really tight towards the end. Did the, were you ever overwhelmed with the situation that you're in? As in, like where I was. Yes, position wise. Uh, when I was in the front, no, like I I wasn't really overwhelmed. You weren't jersey reading. No, I was I was pretty much fine. Like I. I forget. I think it was it was you and Travis that told me like that you belong up here and everything. And I wasn't really second guessing myself. I was just riding my own race and racing the track and mm-hmm. kind of like how you said, if the dude passes you, try to latch on. And that and I feel like I that's what I did. And I learned learned a couple things. Uh, mainly more of just like going through bumps and everything. They like keep the throttle crocked, uh, crocked, cracked a little bit, so their bike kind of settles in a little better. Mm-hmm. I, I learned that. Um, like a couple line selections and areas, but uh, I also feel like within another year, I feel like I can I can be better. Of course, yeah. I mean, look how you were a year ago. So I, I definitely mean. feel like you have matured with your racing from last year to this year a lot. Yeah, like you don't. Well, even within the last couple of months, I feel like is when it really. I, I feel like as soon as I started with. John and Al. I mean, this isn't a... No, even in Texas. Like, I feel like in Texas, you're racing. Like, you got tired, but I feel like your your racecraft was much improved yeah, from Loretta's. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, still learning. I'm learning. Still. Well, yeah, even your dad's still learning. I mean, every time he goes out and races, it's always a learning experience. Yeah. But I, mean, I just I still learn to this day, right? That's what I was just saying. Yeah. But I feel like you as a, as a person has, like, you've matured a lot. Like, I don't see you riding over your head and being agiatic and I don't feel like I stress as much when you're out there like thinking that you're gonna do something no I'm really stupid I've really like compared to last year where I almost killed myself the first lap well I did kill myself the first lap last year at Loretta's I really like honed in to the point where like you know uh, you got to be smart and like mm-hmm. trying to figure out like how the track is. So like that's what I did like on my parade lap every single race this week. Uh, was like I really like tried to feel like the faces of jumps with like my throttle and everything, so I can kind of if I get wheel spin off of it. So like I think just being a little bit more smarter, and yeah. than last year, even a couple months ago, I feel like I've just I've gotten a little bit smarter. Well, of, and even your confidence too. Like your yeah. confidence has really improved yeah mm-hmm. like i never second guessed myself this whole week on like ah, oh, like i can't beat this guy which i i feel like and i feel like texas also really helped me too because i ran with casey for a little bit uh in texas before casey's I got tired. Harley, by the way he's dude i props to the casey cochran and uh 
the family raising a tough little fucker because he popped his shoulder out in the second moto. Mm-hmm. And they popped it right back in, and he came out and won. Didn't ride all day Saturday, didn't ride the other class, and just rode his class that he was going to win his title in. Whole shot win. Yeah. That's gnarly. Yeah. So he's going to be really good in A class. He's going to win A class next year. I am calling that. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Good. There's not anything flashy with Casey. It's doesn't just, look, just It doesn't look particularly awesome on the bike. I feel like doesn't. I feel like from like what people say, like I feel like I feel like he looks better than Christian. Christian Janik. I mean, I don't he's know. Sh- like I like. I feel like watching. He's a little Drew Adams ish. Like who? I feel Drew and Casey have a similar style. Well, they're both short too. I mean, yeah. Janik's really tall. Yeah. Janik looks good on a bike for being how tall he is, though. Yeah, he doesn't look bad. His elbows are a little bent there, but I mean, like, can't be perfect, right? He pins it. He, yeah. yeah he, Dude, mud came and he sent it. Dude, and it got wet. He got really good quick. Yeah. yeah. Like his was, he was day and night better than everyone else. Besides Casey. Illinois. You know? Right there. So. Yep. <clears throat> um, Who else do we want to get some props to before we head out? Let's wrap this thing up. We're an hour and 30 into this thing. So, good job to Emig coming Jack- out. Jackson did really good, I felt like. Our friend Jackson Pascal won a moto, was in the, is in the running, in the third moto to win the title. Some bad luck. Bad luck. Ended up getting fifth, which, ugh, that sucks. But, uh, hey, he accomplished some things that not a lot of people get to do. Right. And he was better than he was previous years. Yep. Wanamoto, which I feel like I feel like it's a, that's pretty big right Congrats there. to Vincent Way for winning. Yep. <laughs> one of his classes. Congrats to Liam for yeah, winning. Yeah, Liam, Liam was. Limited Lees. Limited Lees. Limited Lees. Chances are probably pretty high he'll be on Star next year. Kind of already heard that today, this morning. Uh so that's cool. He'll be he'll be another one to watch out for. I don't know if he's going to be in your class, B class, or if he's going to I don't I don't know what he's going to do. He might go limited and he might go to limited. Uh, I mean, he might go from limited to B or limited to A. I don't know what he's doing. So. Hmm. But yeah. And congrats to Wood? Tiger Wood? No, the other the other kid, uh the lim- the 450B kid who won. Jane Cooper? Jaden Cooper. Cool to see him. He's a smiley kid. Awesome. So I figured out that kid, it took him five years just to get to the ranch. Really? Yeah, it, he tried qualifying for five years and it didn't Where's he from? I have no idea. I think Texas. Huh. Heath Harrison, 25-plus winner. Uh, Jacob Hayes rode good as well. Sad to see Ben LeMay. He had some shit luck. I thought he'd be a lot better. He had food poisoning, right? Food poisoning, break problems, just one of those weeks where just like, ugh. goes to shit. He would have been in the mix, I'm sure. Uh, Evan Ferry. Evan Ferry's dislocated jaw. He popped his own jaw back in. Yeah. <sighs> That's he actually thing. was riding good up until that. He was in the mix. So no, didn't Did he win a moto? Or almost, no, no, he didn't he win. He was any. leading, though, wasn't he? He was leading and then got passed, but he was up there for a while. Yeah. I feel like the last couple of years, he ha- like he's never really had like good luck at the ranch. Yeah, he, he doesn't race as much as we think he does. Like You don't see him a lot. Well, I remember well, many Olympics, like he doesn't. I don't know how much he races on local, but I don't I don't hear about it or see about it, you know. I just remember the one I think it was the year that Aiden was in C class, like he didn't do good and then he came back and he was like, you know, I I worked really hard. I think he won a championship and he then won it's both, I think. And then it seems like he's just had like bad luck last year, bad luck this year. He's gonna year. be fine. Oh yeah. He's on he already got on a team. He's team's fine. coming out, he's gonna be good. He'll be fine. He'll come yeah. back next year in a pro sport and he'll probably be pretty good. No, I think he's going pro. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. no. It'd be Cochran. Him and Cochran. That'll be good. Yeah. 
Who else is coming back in A and Pro that's not going pro? I don't know. I mean, it'd be interesting to see. I don't I don't think a lot. The B of class, I mean, I would say Janik would be moving up. No? I think so. I, Janik. I, I bet, I don't I bet you Drew Adams stays back. Drew, Drew will stay, I think, because he's still young. That's yeah. only his first year. What about Enzo? Enzo? No, he has to He has to go. He did two he years. Yeah. No, he didn't, because last year he was in limited. Yeah, I think if you... If you uh, I don't think... I think this is what Aiden wants him to be, because... <laughs> I mean, I think. I honestly, like, I don't know. I don't know. I bet you a lot of these B class kids will be B class next year. Maybe some of them, yeah. I would say Timmerman and Adams would be back to B. We'll see. We'll see at Mammoth, and then they go to Mini O's, and then we'll we'll find out. Yeah, I think if if it's if you score a certain amount, if you you, you win a championship or you score a certain amount of points, mm-hmm. then you, you have, have to, to go move up. up. Well, that wraps up our time at the ranch. We are done. I need a vacation from my vacation. Um, but we'll be back and we're hitting it again. So for the, you guys who have been waiting around for some more tests over on keferinktesting.com, we will be back shortly. I uh, will throw this up on our website and then uh, give me a couple days. We're going to be hitting 2024 bikes. Boop, boop. Got some KTMs coming. Got some Cowies coming. Uh, the big ones that will be up a little bit later, KX450 October. New YZ250F also September, October. So look for that around then. And uh, we're going to vet designations. Got to do all this paperwork for that, which is a nightmare. So we're, we're going to be busy up until September, and then we'll be uh, kind of status quo over up on our website now. Uh, any questions for merch or you want some? There's still some available. Go to our shop. Email heather at keferinktesting.com. It does help us help support the brand. Um, puts a little money in our pocket when you support and buy some merchandise that's up there. There's still quite a bits and pieces that we have up there, correct? Uh, yes. Uh, if you're a young lad that likes to play pool and diving games and... Um, Uno. And Uno. <laughs> Aiden, A-D-E-N, at keferinktesting.com. You guys can bond over that. Uh, if you want to see Aiden go to A class next year, hit him up. Or if you want to see him stay down to B class and dye his hair brown instead of blonde. Brown? Yeah. My hair is brown already. Yeah, it's like your roots are growing out. It's brown. It is brown, though. I had a good time with y'all. I love love you both. Love you. Love that was you. a great time. And uh, yes. really, really a pleasure to meet everybody at the ranch. Awesome. There's nothing else like uh, a motocross family, man. It's really cool, special place to be. And hope to see you guys back at the ranch next year, if not at other events leading into 2024. So we'll see you next week. See you guys. Bye.